The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a weekend edition podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Got my main man, the world's strongest man, Olympian, Hall of Famer, general, all-around badass world champion, Mark Henry along the way. And Mark, we got a stat show For our fans out there for the nation, we're diving into Becky and Charlotte last night on SmackDown. That rivalry was continuing. We got an AEW full gear preview to come along. Oh, yeah, and it wouldn't be a Saturday show here on Busted Open if we didn't give fans a weekly winner. And if you miss this podcast version, there is something wrong with you as a wrestling fan because we cover it all. Cover it all because why, Mark? Because that's what we do. Day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. My God, that's Eric Maryland's music. Hey, back here on a Saturday. It is busted open. I'm Ryan. That is the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, getting it in on some Ricky Ross. Kinda, you got some Rick Ross vibes going on, man. Ever Bro. since you got rid of those cornrows, ever since you got rid of those cornrows and went with the uh, smooth dome, very uh, Rick Ross. Beard in the ball head, you know. Rick, yeah. I was I was beard in the ball head before Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and Freeway. Yeah, me and Beanie right. Siegel. Holla, I'm talking about way Freeway. back, way back. Yeah, holla at your yeah. boy, trendsetter. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He goes trend center. I like it. And looking good all while setting those trends. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Well, Mark, I said before we went to break, we were about to dive into this Charlotte and uh, Becky back and forth. It is not slowing down last week. Uh, no. Obviously, we talked about it pretty much at length. Well, this week. And is, uh, well, continuing to ramp up. Dare I say, Mark, before we get to the back and forth and what happened in the last, I don't know, six or seven days, as we head into uh, Survivor Series in just a uh, few short days now as we look ahead to the the uh, holiday special, um, you know, I, I got to wonder, is Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair the people's main event? Because, Mark, when I look at that pay-per-view, when I look at the matches on it, and when I look what is uh, laying ahead, that is right now the match that I'm most excited for, bar none. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, Charlotte and, and Becky are 
um, is is real life reflected on television. And I've had issues with people before in wrestling where sure. I didn't feel like they respected me and I was going to make them respect me. And that's a horrible place to get because, you know, your life is in their hands and their their life is in yours. And um, I, you don't want it to spill out in the ring. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I'm not for it. And I talked about this with Dave and I, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Like this is some, you got to get this stuff revolved, resolved and then get back in the ring and coexist. If you can't move on to a different dance partner, don't have them in the ring together. Well, that's tough when you're dealing with, and you could speak to this, right? The, the the two talents that we're talking about are at the top of the food chain. These the, the You just can't put Charlotte Flair and, and Becky Lynch with anybody, right? Like, all due respect to the talented, you know, workers that, 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 that are in WWE, but that, that's an echelon that you can only reach uh, that, that's few and far between, right, Mark? So that's the thing with Becky and Charlotte. They're so young. They're so talented. They're so... Uh, accomplished already that I feel like they're, they're they they have to work together for the for the coming years right it doesn't have to be right now like yeah. I get what you're saying but you you, you they they're, they're so good and they're they're again they're 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 Hall of Famers basically right now Mark they're linked for the inexplicable future and again uh, they better figure it out. If, like, yeah. I don't know how real this is. I don't know how much is playing on the art of it and and you know peeling the curtain back and all that. But it feels pretty damn real, Mark. Yeah, it feels pretty real and. I think that they, they're going to have to coexist. Both of them want to be there. I talked about Roman Reigns and um, him going into the top of women's of men's wrestling. They're doing the yeah. same thing just on the women's side. You, you yeah. can argue that Charlotte is the best wrestler on the planet for women. Yep. And you can argue that Becky is the most over that she is the best wrestler on the planet in the women's division. So, you know, I, I the, the battle for supremacy, I think, is ruining um, what they're doing. So we'll see. We will see. And, yeah, the uh, I don't know if it's ruining it. I don't know if it's making it better. I don't know if we can make that judgment on anything that's happening because we have to let the story play out. But one thing that we do know, Mark, is that we were just talking. It feels real. It feels venomous. And, yeah, those feelings aren't subsiding anytime soon. Uh, first of all, let's go back a few days to Becky Lynch uh, appearing on The Ringer. She gave an interview where she spoke about her relationship with Charlotte. Charlotte addressed it last night on SmackDown. We'll let you hear from Charlotte uh, here in a second, but I want you to hear from Becky first speaking to the ringer because I feel like this interview with Becky Lynch prompted a lot of what we heard last night from Charlotte on SmackDown. First up, though, Nation, check out and listen to Becky Lynch earlier this week via the ringer talking about her relationship with Charlotte Flair. I don't know, man. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk. So um, all I'll say is, is, is the locker room needs a hero sometimes. And sometimes somebody's got to be a hero. I'm all, I'm all right being that hero. That's what I'll say on that matter. Okay. So let me, so, it, okay. So if you do have, 
if you do have quote unquote real life heat with someone or issues with someone, you know, away from the ring, and then you do have to have a match, is that ever, does that make things more difficult? Oh, 100%, 100% more difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was, um, and that's the thing, when you've got two people that are wanting to work together to make magic, then you make magic. And uh, sometimes when there's hostility, when you can't trust the person, then um, then you never know what's going to happen. Um, and you always have to be on guard and you have to, it's, it's like a game of chess. You have to be thinking two steps, three steps, four steps ahead. What are they going to do? How am I going to handle it? If they do this, if they do that, if whatever. So this business is built on trust. It's built on working together. And that's, that's, that's the art of it. That's the beauty of it. And um, if I make you look good, you make me look good. This is, this is what it is. It's an art. It is a beautiful art. It is an art that I love more than anything. And, uh, and, and if people don't know how to make that art, then it becomes, uh, it becomes difficult. It becomes tricky. And, uh, and, 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 and you never really get the full potential. But There's Becky Lynch via the ringer speaking on a relationship with Charlotte Flair. Now, Mark, before we hear from Charlotte, let's talk a little bit about what, what Becky had to say. I mean, listen, we've had people in the history of pro wrestling that didn't get along that were able to put on incredible matches. Uh, my era, the first rivalry that comes to mind, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, uh, a rivalry that you were obviously right in the middle of and experienced, you know, firsthand, Mark. So that's not to say it can't work. It's just it probably works better when the people are getting along. It makes it a little. Did you hear the operative word, though? Yeah. She said what, trust. What yeah. She said to, to be able to trust. And if you don't feel like you can trust a person not to take liberties or you can't trust them to not have this animosity to say, you know what? Screw them. I'm going to drop them on their head. Yeah. It, it, you, there's a lot that you're going to eliminate. And I'm not getting in the ring with somebody and they got, I want to, I want to hurt him. I want to hurt her on their mind. That's, yeah. that's, you know, uh, you go into a, a, a fight knowing Everything is everything. You go into a wrestling match going, okay, there's a lot of rules and parameters and things you got to abide by. If that line ever gets blurred, I'm not, I'm, no, that's why I keep saying shit need to get resolved because I don't want nobody to get hurt. And it puts a scar on wrestling that eliminates the trust. And she said that she's, and that's exactly what it is. All right. Let's hear from Charlotte Flair last night, not necessarily responding directly to Becky's interview via the ringer, but certainly responding to Becky throughout the week. Sounded what's like been building. It's a, well, yeah, it's definitely her responding to uh, Mark. What are what is quickly becoming the best feud in pro wrestling? How real is it? We don't know. And that's what in part makes it so good. This is Charlotte Flair last night on SmackDown addressing one Becky Lynch. Becky, who the hell are you? I mean, there is nothing natural about you from your catchphrases to your orange hair to God knows what else. You know what you are? You're just a fabricated champion. Now, I'm not saying that you've never had your moments. 
like at WrestleMania 35 when you won both titles in one match because of me? Or when you made your triumphant return at SummerSlam and beat the fastest rising star in 26 seconds, Bianca Belair. But at Survivor Series, a week come Sunday, Bex, you're gonna have a new nickname. Becky, uh-oh. Becky, uh-oh. Okay, Mark, how about this for an uh-oh, right? Charlotte said to Becky Lynch, you're unnatural. There's nothing natural about you. Becky Lynch heard that, took to Twitter, and said, ha, ha, ha. Did Charlotte just say there's nothing natural about me? That's brilliant, which is obviously, Mark, a direct sort of shot at Charlotte and her looks. And Charlotte, shit, man. Shit's getting real, Mark Henry. (laughs) But you know what? I think that that happened. That was Charlotte saying back what Becky had said to her. Mm. It was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to use your words against you. And I'm not going to focus on your, the way you look on the outside, but what you portray on the inside. So there's, she, she said there's nothing real or authentic or whatever word that she used. It's the same thing. Original. Whatever. Same, 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 same. And same, same. I feel like they need to get this shit nipped in the bud, man, because uh, what's going to happen is uh, they'll they'll have regret for the rest of their life if you go into the ring and abuse your power. And there's no turning back from that point. You, You are Darth Vader. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morrissey. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm right. That is Mark. Mark, we've been talking about it pretty much all show. The excitement is palpable. It is in the air. I'm not even Minneapolis, and I can feel it, man. What's uh, what's the city like? You've been seeing uh, you've been seeing some pro wrestling shirts and uh, the bearded bros and the and the fine ladies in town. The pro wrestling world descending on Minneapolis, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, the people are everywhere. They they're walking around. Last night, I thought it was kind. Of, it kind of sucked because if I was a wrestling fan and I found out that wrestlers were staying at a hotel, I would probably go stand out there and see who I could see too. <laughs> like, stop yeah. running the fans off. I mean, uh, if you're gonna you're gonna come in the lobby, then I might have a problem. But just to be standing outside to see one of my st- favorite wrestlers walk by, leave him alone. Leave me alone. Sounds like you had a night last night. Sounds like you had a night last night. Not really. I mean, I, I walked out of the arena, right across the street, lobby full of people, all wrestlers, 
They wouldn't let the fans in the hotel. Did you see? But they could stand outside. Did you see Gabby or Dave? I saw Gabby and and, and Skip, who Skip uh, works with Rick, and um, you you met Skip before, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. So yep. yeah. So Skip and Gabby, they they were they came down to the lobby, sat there and talked to Jericho for a while, and um, man, it was a good time. But you know, my my thing is, um, I didn't get to hang out with Dave. Bless his heart, man. Dave had a they, nice, they, they their That's flight guy. Both he yeah he said don't never fly United and he was making oh he got did he get pissed and rant yeah I think he did yeah their flight got canceled and uh, they had to take a later flight and then his bag didn't make the connection so he was without his bag and now he texted me earlier he was going to get clothes buy I don't want to buy anything. Nah, this is all work. He's just setting the groundwork for next uh, weekend when he doesn't show up in Texas at Mission Pro. That's all this is. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> he's just living the gimmick. He's just getting. He's just getting into character. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I think no. Nah, he really lost his bag, and he, he's <laughs> no. I he was. Uh, he didn't even come out, man. He just stayed in his room trying to get Aww. get his bag located. Bless his man. heart. Well. I was just say, bless his heart. Hopefully, uh, tonight is a little bit more enjoyable for LaGreca. But who knows, man? Got that uh, buy-in match. You got Thunder Rosa out there, that tag match. Hopefully, she lets You know what, uh, man? I, I'm, I don't want to know, but I hadn't thought about it until the caller uh, earlier oh, in the Bob show. Dave, potentially. Yeah. 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 I hadn't th- even Making thought about that. Felt. Well, and, and you know he's going to be sitting movie. close. Uh, he's going to be sitting close, and yeah, he's not in the particularly best moods because he's got to go buy new clothes at Target. <laughs> We're hey, the Target Center. You might as well support biggest brand oh, maybe in, even, in Minnesota. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right good now. looking out, all right. Dave. Well, speaking of the Target Center, yeah, as I was gonna say, good looking out, keeping it all in the family. Uh, speaking of the Target Center, there, world's strongest man. It is full gear. It is going down tonight so let's dive into this card man picks and predictions time top to bottom let's get it in let's start with that AEW world championship eliminator tournament final because I think it's so interesting what happened obviously with Moxley being removed from the tournament because of uh uh uh, his going into uh inpatient uh recovery and, and treatment for uh addiction Miro finds himself in this tournament, which was not something that obviously AEW was planning on. It was something that certainly Daniel or excuse me, Brian Danielson was not planning on. And here he finds himself in this match with Miro. And he said it uh, last night on the countdown show when he was talking about meeting with Miro. He was like, listen, you know, I feel like Miro's fine. I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but, you know, finally finding his groove. He's this dangerous uh, wrecking machine that we all know that he is. But that's not really good for me, who's trying to earn uh, a shot at the AEW World Championship. I love the realism that Brian was telling in this story. And, and man, I mean, both of these guys are artists. I can't imagine the way this is going to play out in the squared circle tonight at full gear. The question to you is, Mark, who's going to walk away the winner? But did you hear what Miro said? Miro said, basically, and I'm paraphrasing. I hope God forgives me I love for what I'm about to do. 
Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. <laughs> we, we both done that. <laughs> yeah, we both did it's that. Gonna be hard. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> Dub that out on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Brian Danielson is no fault of his that he's in the way of the relationship between me and my God. Mm. But I, I have to repent for what I'm about to do. Hey, when a man starts talking about God and his spirit, <laughs> you need to be worried. <laughs> Brian, Brian has got, listen, he's had a great run. <laughs> he's had a great run. I listen, I listened to Miro last night and I was like, you know what? It's all Miro. That's I I'm honestly feel that this is gonna be Daniel Bryan's first AEW loss. Or Brian Danielson. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Him too. <laughs> yeah, I Look, uh, it's, that's it's, it's been fifteen thing. years of calling him something. I know, everybody I know. you remember when people were mad were, were all on JR? Everybody was mad at Jim Ross. Oh my god, that's horrible. You, you're on AEW and you said WWE. Like he did that for 20 years. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame for that company. Like, stop <laughs> it. You can't, I mean, it's about face. Get out of here. Shit happens. You tell him. Made me cuss. You tell him. You tell him. I'm, Darn it. I'm going Danielson just because, uh, I mean, gosh, I, it just, it, it, it feels like everything is. In, in terms of the, the, the universe, the energy, the chi, the flow, whatever hippie shit you want to use for talking about the ultimate hippie <laughs> in Brian Danielson, it just feels like it is his time. But, man, I, I love the, the stank you put on that story there, uh, Mark, because the idea now of Miro winning is uh, even more believable than it was to me just a few minutes ago. And it was still pretty believable uh, just a few minutes ago. So as we turn the page from Danielson and Miro, let's look at the ladies and that AEW World Championship match between Britt Baker and Ty Conti. I mean, this is is an interesting match, right? Because it comes kind of smack dab in the middle of Britt Baker being one of the hottest commodities in pro wrestling. Ty Conti, uh, you know, maybe in the future, I don't think she is there right now. Mark, to me, it feels like it's just a little too soon for Conti to to have the experience and the know-how and the wherewithal to get past a a, a burner, the likes of which, uh, you know, Britt Baker is on right now. She's just too hot, man. Man, she is the surface of the sun hot. (laughs) I mean... I see like solar flares coming from her skin when she walks by. She is the sun in women's wrestling right now for AEW's brand. And it's going to have to be something magical to happen for somebody to beat her. She's so good. And I don't know if, if, if Ty's got that right now. Well, Ty Conti's got some magic, but yeah, I don't know if she's got enough to get past Britt here. And just let's not hours. talk about but, that but, magic. But, hey, hey, now hold on. Now, obviously, I am referencing um, Ty's booty, but in fairness to Tay's booty, uh, Mark, she's been referencing it too. 
Ty Conti's ass has been a story of this feud, and I'm here for it because, damn it, it should be. It should be front and center in terms of any great feud between these two ladies. I'm sorry. It's terrible, but it's also true. It's uh, funny because it's true. What do you want from me, man? Believe me, I'm going to let you talk, human, Mr. Human. I'm going to let you go with I ain't, I'm, my name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I lived a long time. Never heard that before. Next up, Darby Allen and MJF. This has been good because, of course, it was going to be good. It's MJF and Darby freaking Allen. Uh, the future of AEW, I don't think that's hyperbole. I, I mean, the, you could say they're the present. Either one. AEW. I, yeah, either one. I don't give a shit. I know I'm going to love this match. I really don't know who's going to win. I don't know where the advantage lies uh, tonight or going forward. What do you think, Mark? Did, did you see last week when Darby played Moses, he stood on the edge of the crowd and raised his hands like open like this and the crowd moved open and he ran down and, and hit MJF and knocked him over the barricade. So I said, good. yeah, man, I, what else is going to happen if they could do that on television? What are they going to do in a pay-per-view? That was pay-per-view stuff. I never seen that. And the fans listen. <laughs> Normally you have to have security, like telling people move back, move back. The security didn't have right, to right, do right. nothing. Darby Ray opened his hands like oh. he was Moses. He parted the crowd. Bro, it was amazing. And I expect more of that. That's why I kept saying, what is the main event? MJ, MJF is at the top of his game. Darby yes, Allen at the top of his game right now. You can't mention pro wrestling around the world and not mention Darby Allen or MJF. You can't do it. You can't. And that's not the main event. Eddie Kingston and Punk, not the main event. This show should not be called Full Gear. It should be called the main event. Because that's what it is. There's no weakness. No, there's not. It's an interchangeable the... championship show. That's what it is. Yep. And I don't know if they did that intentionally, if Tony did that intentionally, or just the fact that the talent has stood up so much that the competition is so high that you can't pick a main event. It's impressive, man. It's pretty impressive. It is. It is. So let's uh, let's go off uh, uh, of what you were just saying in terms of main events. The, the matches just get bigger from there on out. Uh, next up, Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Mark, mm. I, I don't know who I want to win. I don't know who I think is going to win. I really don't. But I, I do think who should win, Eddie Kingston. 
I think yeah. if Eddie goes out there and can take care of CM Punk tonight, I mean, I said it in Chicago when I was there at All Out. I was like, Eddie might be the second most over person in this entire building other than CM Punk. The man is over, over. People love Eddie Kingston. They want to see more from Eddie Kingston. Well, this match with CM Punk, dare I say, the biggest match of Eddie Kingston's life, and it comes at this pay-per-view, as you said, where you don't know where a main event is. I think if Eddie Kingston can go out there and get a win over CM Punk, I think it puts him in an entirely different stratosphere. We don't even know where he could go. And more importantly, it shows a human element to CM Punk because right now I feel like fans are just expecting CM Punk to win. He's the, the big free agent signing. He surprised everybody. He's back in pro wrestling. He's just going to win, 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 win. Yeah, well, what if he doesn't? What if Eddie Kingston is just too much? What if Eddie Kingston, Mark, has the best night of his life tonight at the Target Center? What do you think happens? I hope in my heart of hearts that what you just said is a reality. Eddie yeah. Kingston have the best night of his life and win this match against my friend, CM Punk. Because I feel like Punk has done what we've all done in our lives. Cast judgment. We've all we've all cast judgment on somebody before. And sometimes wrongly cast judgment. Sure. Which is even more so the issue because Punk called him a bum last week. Out of his anger. Right, not 10 years ago, not 15 years ago, said he's a bum today, now, this month, right? the year 2021. And right. all of that is based off what happened 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Now, there are people that I've stood up for in my life, and they let me down. They failed. When I, I went out all out on the limb, and the mm -hmm. branch broke, and we both crashed. I've done that for people. Punk did that with Eddie years ago. Now he's held that animosity against Eddie all these years. You let me down. I crashed and burned for you. And then you didn't even do any better. And then here you are 15 years later asking for apology. Well, that's the way it works. Sometimes you don't get it till you get it. Yeah. And I think it's time if it is able to beat Punk, that Punk sticks his hand out and then pulls him in for a hug and says, hey, man, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, finally. And, and that that, those right. are the stories that can't, that's yes. real life. Yes. Yeah. The, the parallels to this story, that's why I feel like it's a main event. Because of the parallels to the story. I've been there. I felt that. And I, on both sides. When I first came into this business, I failed. Yeah. I got sent to Canada. Best thing that ever happened to me. 
Stu Hart and and Leo Burke and Bret Hart and Owen. They 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 whipped me into shape. Then I went to Louisville. I met Rip Rogers, Danny Danny Davis, Jimmy Cornette, and they finished the psychology side. It was like going to college for two years for wrestling. And I was able to come back. Here we are 15 years. Well, back then, 15 years and become a world champion. <laughs> yep. It's the same parallel with them 15 years ago. I love, I love how you can see the story of your life at Eddie Kingston. And then similarly, I can see my story in Eddie Kingston, right? There's a universality. There's a universal sort of, I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, there's a universal sort Man, of make it up. in Eddie Kingston. Yeah, that's what I did. You know, fake it till you make it, right? But no, it is. Uh, th- that that's what's special about the Eddie Kingston story. WWE Hall of Famer, relatable. Ryan McKinnell sitting here, you know, on a Saturday, relatable. Nation member in X, Y, and Z in New Jersey, Florida, relatable. Eddie Kingston has that every man sort of appeal. Mark, the question to you is, who do you think is going to win right now? Just a few hours away from full gear, you think it's going to be Eddie? I I think it's going to be Eddie. And, and as I'm okay. saying this from a fan, uh, I told you, I'm a mentor and I'm a coach and I work with community. I do not want to be in production. I do not want to be in the, um, the structuring part of pro wrestling because it would ruin it for me hmm. as a fan. I want to, I don't want to know nothing. I'm, I'm like the dude in the matrix. A, what was it? A pop. Yeah. Listen, I want to come, I want to be matrix. somebody important, like a, like an actor. <laughs> I don't want to know nothing. Nothing. Mark wants to stay in the matrix. <laughs> All right. I want to stay in the matrix. <laughs> we're up against it. I do want to take a break and come back with some callers, but we got one more match. I got to get your uh, pick and prediction for it. That is obviously the main event. Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. Who gets it done, World Strongest? Quick, player? quick, Page. Page. It's his Page. time. Two years in the making. Write it down. Take a picture. Put a hand in it. Email it. Whatever you yeah, want to do. Page. Carry your pigeons. Carrier pigeons, whatever you got to do to get it done, send the message. Mark Henry has spoken. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156, the Busted Open Podcast. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.